Hi everybody, Johnny Miggies here on the podcast this morning. Good to have you aboard. Listen to this quote I found. Fate whispers to the warrior, you cannot withstand the storm. And the warrior whispers back, I am the storm. (laughs) Uh, Reading that reminded me of the Lord Jesus Christ in the book of Mark chapter 4, where he's in the boat asleep and the storm comes. Do you remember that? And Jesus, our warrior, stands up and looks at the storm and brings it under submission. Amazing. Let's read that from the book of Mark chapter 4. And a great windstorm arose. The waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he, the Lord Jesus, our warrior, awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear, the Bible says. And they said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Here it is. The scene opens up with a great windstorm. In fact, one so strong that the waves were literally pulling the entire boat and all its disciples on board under the water. They had no control. They struggled helplessly. And by the way, many of these men were professional fishermen who had lived and raised and worked on this sea. I too was on that sea many years ago, the Sea of Galilee. And we had left Capernaum to cross the sea over to Tiberias. And wouldn't you know it, right in the middle of our journey, a storm came. I thought, how apropos that I'm having this experience of being on the Sea of Galilee and there's a storm. Listen, it wasn't the first storm I've ever faced, and I'm sure many of you can recall it or point to a storm in your lives where the circumstances seemed so great that we felt helpless, that we're being tossed to and fro by the circumstances, the situations of our storm, and we had no control over it. Our security, our happiness felt hopeless. We felt hopeless. We were lost and we wondered if we'd ever get back on our feet again. Well, during this particular chaotic storm. Here is the Lord Jesus astoundingly asleep, seeming to the disciples that he was apparently unaware of the life-threatening circumstances that they were struggling with. Have you ever felt like that? That God was sleeping in the middle of your storm? So here are the disciples clamoring about and hollering at Jesus, waking him up and alerting him of their dire situation, like so many of us seem to do when we too are encountering our own storms in life. What does Jesus do? He wakes up from his deep sleep, walks up to the boat's 
splintered deck and shuts up the storm's chaos with a simple command. Which beckons the question, why on earth was Jesus asleep? In fact, how on earth was Jesus asleep? Well, I believe this is in the story to make an amazing contrast. It's there to show us that Jesus is there in your life's storm. And he may appear to you to be asleep or unaware, but that's not the case at all. It's there to teach us that he is more powerful than the storms of our life. It's to reveal that he is so at peace with himself and so control in control that your storm doesn't bother his sovereignty one bit. What you're going through doesn't alter God. God is the same yesterday and today and forever. And because it doesn't phase him, we can finally have peace in ourselves knowing that he's in our storm. Think about it. As the story continues, Jesus afterwards commands the storms to be still and there's a great calm. It goes immediately from chaos to calmness. It goes immediately from violence to stillness. Not only must it have been an incredible sight, but it's also a very extremely desirable outcome. And it's very likely today that many of you, many of you, are going through something where you wish God would still the storms in your life right now. And by the way, He can. And by the way, sometimes He does. And then sometimes it's a matter of timing. You see, the fact is that God ultimately works in people's lives differently. In some instances, Christ comes on the scene and immediately, immediately, it's peace be still. He calms the turbulence of your situation and he brings you into better circumstances. On the other hand, he may enter your boat and point his finger at you and say to you, stand up, wake up, speak, open your mouth and speak the truth that's harbored within your heart. That knowledge I've given you, that revelation I've given you, it's time for you to say to your mountains, move. It's time for you to say to the storm, be still, be quiet. Because greater is he that's in me, the warrior in me is greater than these circumstances. Listen, my friends, this is what we're trying to learn here. Sometimes we need a great storm in order to have the chance of ever seeing that warrior within us. And the truth is, the greatness of that warrior within you can't be seen until there is a great storm. Folks, we will never truly know the greatness of Jesus until we're confronted with a situation in our own lives that requires his greatness to come through us. We can read about it. 
You can hear about the stories, but we've got to have that experience. And the greater the opportunity for the greatness of Jesus to shine in your life, the greater you're going to see the storm. There's always barriers, my friend. Many of them in the Bible. A barrier before you see the victory. How about the Red Sea? That was a great barrier. But it was necessary not only to show Moses and the Israelites, but also to show Pharaoh and his armies. How about the Wall of Jericho? Another great barrier. But it was also to show us that the battle belongs to the Lord. And then, of course, the cross of Christ was a great barrier. But it was necessary to show the kindness, the gentleness, the greatness, the graciousness, the awesome love of God's salvation. My friend, the passage of Mark is full of grace. Look at it again. There's a great windstorm. There's a great calm. There's a great fear. And then there's the greatness of Jesus. Fascinating, isn't it? Fascinating. It wasn't during the storm, but after the storm that they experienced the calm. First the rage, raging storm, but then the great calm. They had witnessed Jesus calming the storm. They realized that they had encountered something someone even greater and more powerful than their storms. This God-man whose simple whisper makes great storms whimper. If anyone could provide for them in their darkest hour and fiercest storm, it was Jesus, the Lord of all circumstances in heaven and earth. So let me ask you, what are you going through right now? Your great opposition will never defeat the will of God. In fact, this opposition is a great invitation to trust and even behold a greater God to accomplish wonderful things. Because of the Word of God, we can look confidently at our burdens and shrug them off our shoulders because he's there to take our burdens and our cares. Listen, whatever you're going through, there is a storm greater than the one you're facing now. And that tells me that when you invoke the name of Jesus, you could be prepared to face whatever storms come in your life. Humble yourself and yield. When the storm comes and whispers to you, you cannot withstand this storm, you can confidently whisper back, peace, be silent. I am the storm. Because the warrior of all storms lives within me. Somebody say amen this morning. God bless you today. May you be filled with great expectations and joy in Jesus' name.
This is Brother Johnny signing off. Until next time, God bless you, buddy.